From Electric Forest Radio, this is Forest Today. Today on the show, it's everybody's favorite topic, forest food, and much of what you're able to taste and experience is dreamed up in the minds of Cameron Von Davis and Carrie Inman. I talked with both of them by phone to discuss all the scrumptious offerings you'll find in the forest for 2023. Some of your favorite immersive food experiences from past years are returning like Paula's Pancake Palace, the Cereal Sunday Bar, the Cheese Bodega and Gouda Life, the Donut Laboratory, and of course, Good Life Brunch with Chef Sarah. Plus, there are several new offerings debuting this year like Cosmic Tony's Pizza Arcade, an interactive cocktail competition called Buena Vida, and dreamlike foods and bubbly beverages at the Garden of Divine Delights. That's also where you'll find a super fun and unique party every night at midnight to celebrate the new day. Plus, there's more than 45 food vendors who will be on-site offering pretty much something for everyone. And yes, fan favorites Spicy Pie and Island Noodles are both back this year. Carrie and Cameron give us the full rundown and explain the inspiration behind each experience, plus share a few forest food hacks and some of their personal favorites. That's coming up next, but first, for more episodes of Forest Today like this, plus the Brainery Hour, exclusive DJ mixes, and live set recordings from the festival, don't forget to search for and subscribe to the Electric Forest Radio Podcast wherever you get your podcasts or visit electricforest.com slash radio. I'm Carrie Inman, and currently uh, Cameron and I are partners in Silver Moon Productions, and we manage all F&B on site, all food and beverage. Uh, I started working at Electric Forest back in 2014, uh, and I was just an um, area manager, you know, food food vendor manager, and just fell in love with Electric Forest, everything about it. And at that time, I just thought. Why is there so much attention paid to music and art and sensory things you're looking at and touching and no one really paying attention to food? So it was kind of my passion. I wanted so much to take over the food program at Electric Forest and make it part of the festival itself, not just in, you know, a, a burrito afterthought, but an actual part of the, the art and the activations of Electric Forest. And so here I am now, 2023, and we're doing it. <laughs> and OK, what can I say? Uh well, actually, Carrie brought me to my first electric forest, and I worked for her there. And then um, within, I don't know, a year or two of that, she, she and I had started our own company doing basically food and beverage and marketplace production for a lot of festivals around the world. And um, electric forest has, was really kind of um, Carrie's baby, and I would support where I could. Um, and then... Carrie got scooped up by the World Cup, which is yeah. awesome, and uh, spent, how, I don't know how long you were there, two, two years, years, two in, years two in the years. Middle East, yeah, in, uh, yeah, so, um, and during that time, I kind of, like, took over Electric Forest uh, for her, and also some of our other shows, well, to me, one of the coolest parts of our, I don't know, history with Electric Forest is the very first activation that we produced, which was called Serial Sunday, and it was inspired by like cereal bars, you know, that have popped up um, around the world that are like thematic. And so we had, 
you know, cartoons playing and various different ways that you can eat cereal with ice cream or eat it with milk and all these different things. So that's kind of how we got started doing the fun, creative stuff. And then over the years, it's just built and built and built. And last year, we really kind of blew it out with more and more experience. And this year, it's even more. So it's been a really fun project of uh, how to get food and beverage that people want in a very entertaining or immersive and and kind of wacky space. And I think at least me personally, I'm very inspired by kind of um, silliness and tongue in cheek and, and kind of like big ridiculous ideas. And so we've, we've had this really great pairing um, through the years of developing these concepts that are, I would say uh, on the one hand, whimsical, on the other hand, um, delicious food. We try to kind of, take it as far as it can go. Yeah, I would say that Electric Forest, one of the many reasons it's so special to me is because the Electric Forest team was the first, uh, it was the first festival that really let us go and be silly and have fun and make these these um, kind of interactive, immersive food moments for people. And uh, so that's been really fun. And it's been great because while I was away, Cameron really took it to the next level and added all these great uh, you know, the Paula's Pancake Palace and stuff like that. So it's been fun working on this. Awesome. Let's just talk about each of the experiences that will be on site this year and what we can expect from each of them. I think the first one up is is kind of this pride and joy to me because uh, it's called the Paula's Pancake Palace. And um, I have uh, another company called Champagne Tiger. We do mostly um, events in Denver area, although we've been kind of all over the place now, but we met these, uh, this drag duo um, who are also kind of like um, gay circuit party promoters. And we had been doing some drag shows with them around Denver that were really fun. And they're just like, their whole drag persona is just completely hysterical and it's so forest. And at a Kiki one night we were talking and we said, wait, why don't we build a whole diner around the Paula's and call it the Paula's Pancake Palace. And we basically, you know, started talking about it. And within a few hours, the whole idea was fleshed out. And um, we brought it to the crew at uh, Electric Forest. And everybody was like, that's, I don't know if that's going to work or what that is, but okay, try your best. And (laughs) it was such a hit and it was so much fun. And we have basically like, we have the Paulas and then um, about seven other drag queens that perform starting on Wednesday and going through the weekend. So we do a, a brunch performance every day at 1 p.m. And then uh, Wednesday and Thursday, we also do a 9 p.m. performance. Uh, and then the drag queens, they basically, in the time that they're not performing, they walk around on Main Street out in the campgrounds or in Good Life or inside of the forest. And they just kind of mess with people and see what kind of uh, experience they're having and it's it's just a it's a riot of a time and it's such a fun ridiculous way to integrate entertainment with food because i drag and brunch you know is just obviously such a at least in my life is a mainstay is a very common thing and so to do it in a forest way is just is really delightful and the paulas kind of have a cult following now which is great so everyone's looking forward to them coming back again So, so there's a location in both campgrounds, right? Okay. Yep. There's, um, there's like a giant activation out on Main Street, which is even bigger and uh, better than it was last year. And then we also have an activation with a new kind of uh, 
surprise, subtle theme in Good Life, uh, which is pretty great as well. And and the Paulas and the drag queens, they make appearances at both of them kind of throughout the festival. And uh, new this year on Main Street, we added a bar so you can get a Bloody Mary while you're having your pancakes and watching the Paulas perform, you know, so it's really fun. Anything else on Paula's? I think I feel like that's it. We have a few. It's the things that I'm the most excited about are some of the surprises that we have planned. Uh, so obviously, yep. I don't, I don't want to yeah, talk about them yet. <laughs> but it's definitely worth, you know, uh, anybody that is listening that's there on Wednesday. I would say definitely check out the Wednesday daytime and nighttime shows because they're the plan is for them to be really over the top and. Um, we've got some really kooky stuff going on you know, like later in the in the forest as well. Great. Should we go to what next? Uh, the cheese bodega? Yep. Sounds good. This is it's this is funny because I'm not supposed to eat dairy, but as a result <laughs> as a result <laughs> of this activation. Them. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's my time to eat cheese every year. And honestly, this was kind of inspired by um we went to the offices a couple years ago and talking about ideas and when I was kind of putting together uh, different concepts and everything, I just, I threw this idea in almost as a joke. Like I kind of thought nobody would notice. I thought that it would be um, something that people go, okay, well, that's not real. And everybody loved it. And the whole idea was that you're walking uh, towards the main stage and on your way there, you see basically what is meant to look like a, a giant block of cheese. And inside of the block of cheese are people wearing little mouse outfits, all selling cheese and uh, um, charcuterie boards. Well, I guess not meat charcuterie boards, but uh, cheese plates with garnishes and things like that are sold there. And just the whole idea is a, a kind of like psychedelic, like cheese overload. Um, and so it's been a really fun thing to develop. It is, uh, like I said, it's the time when I eat cheese every year, um, which is which is really great. And this year we're adding a few more elements to it and different cheeses as well. And uh, just trying to like spruce it up that much more. So I'm pretty excited about that. Everybody seems to like just, I don't know, getting a whole plate of cheese at some point over the weekend. That's great. And we use, uh, we use some local cheeses too. We source them locally. So it's a, it's, it's a nice way to get your cheese high on, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So this is located in ranch lobby. It's between Tripoli and Ranch Arena. Is there, is that the only location? That's the only location for the cheese bodega. Although we also, I guess I'll skip over to the Gouda Life, which like kind of as a adjacent kind of activity to go with the cheese bodega for people that um, have good life passes. We started something called the Gouda Life, which is basically a wine and cheese pairing. Um, so we have five different types of wine, um, people, everybody can get a half a glass of all the different types of wine and you get a cheese plate and we're doing all of those. We have two of them this year in the, in the woodlands bar area, um, kind of like where we have brunch and everything. Um, so those are great. They're sold out, but we always try to sell some more. Like when people arrive, we usually try to reserve some spaces, you know, for people that are walking by and want to get involved. So that's a, that's a kind of um, activity that is related to the cheese bodega that's happening in good life. Pretty fun. Got the it. whole idea is, is, is like, you know, I think it was all a kind of joke on string cheese and string cheese playing. So mm-hmm. last year we created our, an electric forest branded string cheese and we would uh, kind of do these pop-ups and have 
this whole cheese experience. <laughs> I just thought it would be hysterical to be eating cheese while you're watching oh, cheese. Right. So that's kind of that's kind of the whole thing. Uh, let's see. You want to jump into Cosmic Tonys? That's new this year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I would love to. And Carrie, do you want to start this off? Because this has been such a fun project for us this year. Yeah, so Cosmic Tony's and the Pizza Arcade, uh, the thought was, you know, having like uh, one of those traditional old old school kind of family Italian pizzeria places where you could go play arcade games and, and eat pizza. And, you know, we were toying with it and, and really slowly developing it. And then it all came together when um, designer Cody made uh, our logo and she's the one who birthed cosmic tony and when you see him mwah, really chef's kiss to that one it's amazing and it's yeah. all sort of cosmic supernova sort of galaxy themed ooey gooey dripping cheese delicious pizza uh and it's uh the pizza will be made by pizza nova one of our one of our partners here at electric forest and uh that's on main street and it's sort of in this huge tent and it shares the space with Paula so it's really going to be the most hopping place to be on Main Street for sure and with the bar now you can get a beer and play some arcade games and eat some pizza the inspiration is is very kind of like classic Italian meets uh <laughs> what would I say <laughs> meets meets outer space meets kind of like animatronics gone wrong you know so I think there's <laughs> I like Yes. <laughs> so uh so yeah it's it's uh it's it's gonna be a good time i think it um we're trying to work in some things which i think we'll get to um which uh we have um a couple like cosmic tony t-shirts and hats and some other prizes so if people get high scores while they're playing the arcades they can then go to cosmic tony's and pick up a t-shirt or another prize and it's it, the prizes range from practical to completely impractical and ridiculous so i think it'd, it'd be a good time <laughs> perfect and that's that's open 24 7 24 7 yeah the whole time main street's open we'll we'll open it um like tuesday evening and it'll go straight through yep play arcades on your way back after the show you know at 4 a.m grab a slice and it's a good time yeah perfect okay i know you briefly talked about cereal sunday as one of your first installation but that is returning this year so tell us about that yeah serial uh, sunday one of our firstest that one was uh oh, well cameron described it a little already but it was my way of like you know sometimes when you're at the forest it's a lot and you're camping and you're really having fun with your friends and sometimes you just want to have like a comforting moment of of just like you know relaxing and sort of recharging your batteries and so the thought was like somewhere you can go get a bowl of cereal and watch some cartoons like what what's more comforting than that and also at the same time, eating a bowl of the the cereal your twelve year old self would have died for with ice cream and candy on it and all that. So, yes, the cereal Sunday is back on Main Street and also in the Good Life. Um, both of them paired with the Paula's Pal Pancake Palace, so right by those. Um, and new this year, we added some cereal fraps. So that's it's going to be pretty cool. Um, and I don't know, Cameron, anything else to add to Cereal Sunday? I don't know. I, it just has a special place in my heart because it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's our first one. Out, really. yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's really great. Uh, it was really fun. Do you want to give an example of some of the cartoons that we could see while we're there? Oh, we play all the classics and we have, we have some kind of vintage TV. So we play the classic, you know, so hopefully you'll see some Looney Tunes or some Tom and Jerry or, you know, um, right. 
Maybe. We should probably get some rugrats in there. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we have like, like trippy sort of. I don't know if it's Japanese, like young ch- ch- children sort of cartoons. There's no. I don't even know what it is. It's pretty trippy, but it's fun to watch. Uh, what's what? What do you want to do next? Oh, let's talk about the donut laboratory. Okay. Oh, the laboratory. The donut laboratory. This is um actually uh the festival director this was kind of his idea honestly um in a meeting that we had a couple years ago and then i kind of cranked on it for a while and tried to figure out how to make it work and basically what it came down to was a full laboratory experience so we call it laboratory um and basically you can go get a donut or a donut burger and you order and then you kind of go through this experience and we've got scientists mad scientists cooking up and putting toppings on the donuts making the donut burgers and and kind of bringing the donut to life so to speak as you go through this kind of like i don't know i would say it's like young frankenstein on the front end and then on the back end it's kind of like weird science those are kind of the muse for the experience so a lot of different types of donuts and uh like i said the donut burger which just feels ludicrous and fun uh as like a as a splurge moment on the weekend so yeah it's really great and that's in rancherina kind of like on the north side like just before you get into um the forest so if people that are on their way to the forest you'll see a little donut portal and uh go through and check out the experience it, it's a good time and new this year we have a new scientist joining us and he is amazingly fantastically over the top and he's really going to make some killer donuts i know it but uh, we met him in detroit so we're really excited to have our new scientists on board okay great maybe maybe let's pop to buena vida and then we can um go over to the garden okay um buena vida has been this um idea of brad who helps run like all of our um vip experiences good life and that kind of thing um, so he had this great idea. It's actually kind of serendipitous. He, he had this idea for kind of like an agave spirit tasting and margarita experience. And then I went to Akumal in Mexico a few weeks ago with some friends and noticed that right down the street from me was this place called Buena Vida. So I went and I took pictures and I sent it to Brad and he said, that was the inspiration. Mm-hmm. You're in the place oh, wow. for the thing. So it was, it was kind of serendipitous and I, we kind of took some inspiration from um, this kind of bar restaurant in Akumal, um, which is really cool. Um, kind of like Gouda life. Buena Vida also means Gouda life. <laughs> it doesn't mean Gouda life. It means <laughs> good life. Um, uh, and basically the idea is that it's limited to like 40 people. So they've sold out this year, but um, we'll see. We might pop up another one this year or we're going to roll out even more next year. But for the people that are going, I think, It'll be great. Uh, basically, you get to taste different agave spirits and then bartenders come around to the tables and they make um, all different kinds of agave spirit cocktails. Um, the people at the table choose the ingredients. The bartender explains the ingredients, makes the cocktails for them, and everybody gets to try about five different types of cocktails throughout the time. You Not five full cocktails, otherwise we'd be wheeling people out of there, but... Uh, Comes and comes out to a couple cocktails and a great experience. We've got some fresh chips and guac from uh, Fat Bean Taco that are coming in, um, one of our great vendors. So I think that'll be a fun one. And 
I don't know. As an agave spirit lover myself, I'm kind of, I want to go do it. (laughs) So we'll see. Um, Should we jump to, oh, the garden? Sure. Oh, Garden of Divine Delight. The Garden of Divine Delight. There, we, we've had so many names for this area, and um, I feel like if I told any of the other names, it would really give it give it away what the experience is. So, mm. the Garden of Divine Delight. It's basically perplexing pairings. So we have cocktails and champagne and other beverages happening over there that are you can't get them anywhere else on site. They're totally unique. And they're totally kind of wacky and off the wall. And then there's also some nice bougie stuff. So if people like really good champagne, it's the space, it's the place to go. And I'll talk about where the initial inspiration came from. And then maybe Carrie, you can talk about Happy New Day. Um, yeah. But uh, the orig- the initial inspiration is that um, my friend Chris and I we where we do these kind of drag shows in Denver, and we throw this uh, party called the Great American Bubbles and French Fry Festival. And the whole idea is really nice champagne and French fries. And it lasts for just a couple hours and it's people come, they spend a couple hours there. You drink champagne to your heart's content. And we just have a smorgasbord of all sorts of different kinds of fries. And it's just this event that's been growing and it's just same thing, kind of a kooky idea. That's really simple. That's just taken off in Denver. And we were basically like, this would be great in the forest. So we, started finding a place for it in the forest. And then we were like, wait, we should just build a whole area around this. So the area is really inspired by the pairing of champagne and French fries. And then we've really taken it to a whole other, uh, I don't know, otherworldly kind of experience with that. Whimsical drinks and really whimsical food. And then um, every day we are going to have a happy new day celebration. You can slough off the bad, the old, or whatever, and shake it out and start your day new every day at midnight. And I mean, we are having the full-on noisemakers, the whole thing. Lots of lots of stuff going on. Um, happy dancing, sort of spontaneous celebration, planned spontane- spontaneity. <laughs> and we'll have characters out there, and it's, it's yeah. really supposed yeah. to be kind of a, a cacophony of, you know insanity to celebrate the the new day and uh that that'll be our nightly party so everybody yeah. should come and join it'll be a, it'll be fun meet us at the garden of divine delights every day right around midnight uh can you talk at all to about good life brunch i mean i know that's been around for a while but you know just what oh yeah what that is yeah so the good life brunch um it was back in i think 2016 is when i uh, decided we had tried a brunch and it was sort of a fail earlier, but we really wanted to bring it back. And so I think it was 2016. I was like, what we need is we need a chef to come and do this. We need to give it some, some heft, you know? So I went to Detroit and I just like went walking around restaurant to restaurant, to all of these, the, the great ones, the, the great restaurants at the time and the chefs that were there and really no one wanted to talk to me about coming out <laughs> to the middle of the forest, right. Rothbury, and right. like building this, this brunch out of nothing. And then I went into Parks and Rec at the time um, there and I met a young chef there named Sarah Welch. And she was like, yeah, I'm game. And it was amazing. And Oh, that first year, the trials we had, the rentals showed up at four o'clock in the morning. It was, I cannot believe we got it off the ground, but we did. 
and it was wildly popular. And we knew, we knew that I found the chef for us and she was so happy doing it. And she comes back every year. And over the years, it's been really fun to watch Sarah grow as a chef. So some people may recognize her name because um, not only is her restaurant in Detroit, Marrow, was a nominee for James Beard Award, but then she went on to Top Chef. So she was on the latest um, season of Top Chef and kind of an interesting path she had. She got eliminated pretty early and then she kept one winning the um, uh, the competition they do where the, the chef who's been um, eliminated, the two eliminated chefs battle and she kept winning and winning. So she ended up being the semifinalist on Top Chef, mm. which was amazing. Yeah. And still... She's still coming back to the forest to uh, to cook brunch for us. So it's really amazing. She does great work. Um, I hope she does. She does really great um, biscuits and gravy with a lamb gravy. I'm not sure if she'll do that this year, but she always pulls something out, something very interesting and fun. Um, so that happens in the uh, woodlands. So it's the Good Life Woodlands. Um, and you can pre-purchase the tickets or you can get them on site. And it's all you can eat and bottomless uh, bloodies and mimosas. And we have some music to go along with it in that area. And it's always like, it's always a cute vibe. Cool. And that's uh, every day? That's every day. Uh, so that covers all the the experiences, right? That seems like everything. I, you know, it, we've been talking about food. I think there's also some really cool stuff. Um, we've built out some really cool bars this year as well, which I think they'll speak for themselves and people will, will see them um, when they get there. But we built a really cool new bar called Bar Deco, which is kind of like an Art Deco 1920s um, meets Emerald City kind of vibe. And like you can buy really nice top shelf stuff there. You can get um, cocktails that are handmade. Cocktails. Real cocktails. Yeah. yeah, real cocktails, Manhattans and Old Fashions and mm. Palomas and, and the whole nine. So it's a cool bar and it's a really beautiful and we spent a lot of time on it. So I hope people at least get to look at it and hang out sure. in the space, whether you drink or not. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, we so do have mocktails site-wide this year, which I think is also kind of an exciting thing. We, we've developed the whole mocktail program. So non-drinkers and drinkers alike can go to any bar and get really delicious cocktails or mocktails, which I'm very excited about. Yeah. I think something that has been missing here on site well, mocktails, definitely like really nice ones, thoughtfully done. But then also this sort of higher end um, experience, bar experience. So in the Garden of Divine Delights to get a really nice glass of champagne that's never existed on site before. And then at Bar Deco to have uh, a bartender actually mixing you um, a good mixed cocktail. It's just it's, uh, great to have. At last, I don't know how much you have worked with all the other food vendors. If there's anything you want to say to that or point out any new folks. Or just... Well, I think there's a couple of things to mention. One is this year represents the return of spicy pie, which people right. have been very excited about. And we see a, a lot of mention of their return on social and stuff like that. So we're really happy to have them back. And um, Michael, the owner, is just a great guy. So it would be great to. I've been back and I know that everybody just um, loves spicy pie. So that'll be fun. Um, and then also in the pizza realm, we have Pizza Nova, who is um, doing Cosmic Tony's. And they also have a number of spots on site. So I really, I recommend people try all the, if you're a pizza lover, try the different pizza and get on social or something and let us know which is the best. Because you want to know, uh, you know, I, I'd love at some point to have a, 
pizza battle, you know, I, I don't think that's this year, but some point in the future, a pizza battle would be a really great thing. So who are yeah. some of the other great vendors? Oh, Wookie Dogs is a really fun one who's been doing some really creative stuff with Carrie that I'm really yes. excited about. They have a great, very um, interesting, whimsical, crazy um, French fry experience happening for us in the Garden of Divine Delights. So I would absolutely recommend going over there to check out some of the the kooky things they put together that I thought, wait a minute, but oh, delicious, really, really good. Um, we also have um, in the forest this year, in the library area, we'll we get baked with there doing some freshly made uh, pretzel rods with uh, different dipping sauces. So it's kind of nice to be in the forest and be able to um, get some some good food to like share with your friends and walk around while you're looking at all the, the sites in there. Um, who else do we have? Oh, we've added I always on Main Street. That's fun. Oh, yeah. Okay. So here's a hack. The Indian vendor on Main Street, they're called Pooja's and it's not on their menu, but they'll do it. And they they might hate me for this, but they mm. have different types of loaded fries and different types of grilled cheese as one part of their menu. And then a whole separate menu, which is Indian. But if you know, you can go to them and ask for like chicken tikka grilled cheese or uh, garam masala French fries. So you can you can cross do their uh, two menus and they'll make you really fun, like Indian grilled cheese and Indian French fries. And like I said, it's not on their menu, a little secret, but um, my whole, our whole team goes out there and we, we basically eat some kind of Indian food in some format that you've never had before. And it's kind of fun if you love Indian food. Chicken tikka's French fries are so good. So Yeah, and the, the other one I would say uh, is we have Koala Creations doing poke bowls, and they're serving into the, the um, ranch VIP tent, but also into the ranch arena area. And they have some big-eye tuna poke bowls, and they've added a vegan poke bowl for us as well. So I'm excited that we're being able to offer that. And, and we have vegan and gluten-free options everywhere around site. So uh, we try to have something for everyone out there. But this in particular, I think will be really fun. And they're doing uh, wonton nachos. So it's crispy little wontons with the poke on top. So that's really cute. I would recommend hitting those guys up. So there's other, uh, over, what, 45 different different food options across the site. So definitely uh, not going to go hungry. <laughs> if you I are, so. you <laughs> yeah, it's 45 different businesses, but in way more than 45 locations. So we pretty much try to do a representation of every different kind of menu or type or, or cuisine type, you know, as far as we can. So like you can even get paella in ranch, which is really cool. Oh, if you're if you're looking for sweets, we have a great new vendor will be on Main Street, Semifredo, and they're doing homemade um, Italian gelato style ice cream but they also have vegan ice cream options so super cute and very uh local husband and wife so i would recommend semi freda anything else you want to add overall yeah try just go out there and explore and have fun with it and and really embrace that the food and beverage side of electric forest is is just as important as the music you're hearing and the, you know, the, the art you're seeing. I think it just, it's so immersive now. And I, I love that. I love, it's been a great honor and really lots of fun to be a part of all of this over the years. So I'm excited to hear what people have to say. 
Thanks so much to Cameron and Carrie. I'm working on my must-eat list as we speak. Oh, and if you make it over to the cheese bodega between Tripoli and Ranch Arena, be sure to swing by and say hi at the EF Radio booth. We are right next door. That's it for today. I'm your host, Kent Otto. As always, in addition to this podcast, you can tune in anytime to the EF Radio 24-7 live stream all year round to hear live sets from the festival, artist radio shows, and so much more. To listen to EF Radio live and find a schedule of programming, plus links to more episodes of this podcast, head over to electricforest.com slash radio. 